0: And the emotional ripple that comes from women and men holding themselves in this presence is so powerful.
1: Welcome to the Happy Homebirth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. What does your posture communicate to yourself, your baby and the world? Now perhaps it seems unimportant or insignificant, but as you will learn today, there is so much to the way in which we hold ourselves. Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 231 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this week, we are speaking with my incredible friend, coach, and mentor, Paris. Paris is the founder of her business, I Am Health, which stands for Intelligent Alignment Movement Health. It is her greatest passion to support people feeling fantastic in their bodies, connected to their hearts, and clear in their minds. She does this through BowSpring Primal Movement Therapy, through myofascial release, holistic nutrition and smart supplementation she loves to geek out about fascia postural alignment and its role in our well-being movement and anything that optimizes health all of her work is geared towards realizing and increasing the love frequency in our bodies and on the planet paris and i will be speaking about the bowspring method and how it's changed her life and already begun to transform my own I pray this information will be of unbelievable use to you and your family as it has been to mine. Okay, let's jump in. Please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa, and this show is not medical advice, it's an educational tool, so continue to take empowered responsibility for your health and your family. Paris, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Caitlin, it is such an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to have you. This this friendship has developed so quickly, and it was just such an ordained appointment, I feel like, meeting you, uh, learning about you, and connecting. I have learned so much from you in the last few weeks, and I am beyond thrilled to be able to share you (laughs) with my (laughs) listeners. So would you mind taking just a few moments here at the beginning to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Paris
0: and I have been really kind of obsessed with the Bowspring alignment movement since 2016 when I was first introduced to it. Um, first, I guess just to pull back uh, from the Bowspring particular, I know that we're going to be highlighting a lot of that in our conversation, but I've been a health enthusiast since um, I guess like 20. 20- 2008 when I had my own health crisis and that sort of birthed me into the world of holistic health and how it is that I can really support my personal journey. And so that path has led me to, um, it led me to yoga and I was a big yoga um, advocate and enthusiast for seven years teaching in Denver, Colorado, multiple like power vinyasa classes, week, and it really supported my health journey. And it also then, interestingly enough, began to create a lot of pain in my body that I was in denial of because it was initially so supportive. And so it was kind of confronting when I realized like, whoa, the lower back pain that I'm experiencing. And I had a really gnarly case of elbow tendinitis. And then a net sort of experience where every three months my neck would freeze and it would be pretty debilitating to my life. Um, it would freeze for about three days and it would require me to seek out a lot of chiropractic, acupuncture, alternative methods that would unfreeze it so I could just go about my day to day. And all of those kind of came to a point of reconciliation when I met the Bow Spring in 2016 and realized that this alignment that I was practicing in traditional modern postural yoga wasn't really supportive to my healthy lifestyle that I was advocating for and that I was really, really um, involved in. So you know, that in and of itself was really confronting because this is something, you know, mm-hmm. Modern Prosho was is something I'd done a lot of teacher trainings. I had invested a lot of time, a lot of money, mm-hmm. and to sort of be a part of the experience of that getting turned on its head was just emotionally destabilizing. But I couldn't deny how good I felt when I would practice this other alignment called the Bow Spring Um, I'm a nutrition geek. I am a myofascia release body worker. And really, it's my greatest joy to support people discovering the power that rests and that lives inside of our bodies and our minds. So I do that through the primal movement, the bow spring, the myofascia release, and holistic nutrition.
1: Wow. I I love everything that you are interested in. but i can so resonate with this idea of okay well i kind of had built my life around this thing you know with with yoga and it's it's i'm sure it was also like a lifestyle like this is this is what i do this is how i show up in the world and then all of a sudden we're confronted with this massive realization of oh maybe it's something different Like maybe there is something else out there that can be really heavy. I am curious to hear how did you – you were experiencing all of this discomfort and then you found the bow spring and as you began working in that postural uh, algorithm, you realized you were healing. Was that kind of what happened?
0: Yeah, so I was so I was teaching in Denver and Boulder. Boulder's like the yoga capital one of the yoga capitals of the West and nobody could help me with these ailments that I was experiencing. I was going to a, like a lot of yoga therapy and it was just getting worse. And I was uh probably like thirty three at the time. So I'm pretty young. I was pretty young at the time and I mean I'm still pretty young. Hey, but um young. it was it was this like, wait a minute, I do not want to be signing myself up for these ailments. And so I went to my first BowSpring class in Denver. That's where it was born. And it just turned my world upside down. And it wasn't uh, immediately that I was able to experience relief from the pain that I was experiencing. but it was eventual. It was being introduced to the concepts that just made so much sense to me. I was like, oh wow, we're moving inside of this natural blueprint of our body that we've been given by our creator. Like let's move inside of that. Let's not move against that, which is what the modern postural yoga was is, is about. It's, it, you know, it's, it's really different from what it is that we're doing in the bowspring. And so it was a experience of overcoming the pain eventual, eventually and not only like physically aligning my body, but it was also this like emotional alignment. You know, for so much of my life, Caitlin, I struggled with body image issues and like doing everything that I could do to make my body appear smaller than it is and that it was, and like contorting myself in all sorts of different positions, like trying to hide, you know, my fullness, my bigness, with the intention of making myself look smaller, but creating that energy inside of me like was creating a lot of pain, you know, um, crossing my legs, like folding my arms, folding my arms behind my back to make my shoulders look less broad. And so the part of like the emotional alignment was like understanding, like, like, wait a minute, I'm here to, to be big, to be full, to be broad, to hold myself in this light of what it is that I'm naturally meant to be. And, um, so it was, it's been a journey, but like you, the doorway being the physical practice and then introducing me to the emotional practice of really how we, how to hold myself in this different way and inviting myself to be really big, you know, which was like totally not the messaging that I'd been sending myself for most of my life.
1: Well, and I'd say not the messaging that really any of us, especially as, women as young women have received at any point i mean okay. yes the the almost always right we think shrink 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 okay. be smaller be slimmer be skinnier be tinier shrink 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 don't make don't make a ruckus and mm-hmm. so you're saying that yes this is a postural uh, algorithm but it's not it's not by any means just that. There is so much more going on underneath the surface and all of this expansion is part of it, not just the physical expansion, but this emotional, um, energetic expansion. Can, can we talk about that a little bit further and maybe why, why is that the case? How does this help us emotionally um, in our nervous systems, just kind of being grounded in who we are? How does the BowSpring Method help with that?
0: Well, I think that when it is that we align our spine into its natural curves and begin to open our belly and to open more with more fullness through our ribs, to lift our chin and to lean into the power of our back body, I think that there is an energy of coming home to ourselves. And I think our nervous system responds to that like, (sighs) Oh, and it's not maybe not immediate because it can be kind of confronting to the nervous system initially because it's so out of the patterns that so many of us have been doing for so long. The patterns being shortening the belly, dropping the chin, trying to get small. And so, initially, when we change that, that can be a little uncomfortable and unsettling to the nervous system. But overall, and especially after it practiced consistently, there is this larger sense of coming home to self. And I think that there's a deep relaxation that happens when we invite ourselves to come home to the power of health and healing that naturally exists in our body that has just been not tapped into. So mm. with the, and, you know, kind of an example of that is when I had been so practiced at drawing my shoulders on my back and and like kind of bringing my chin in and with the intention of elongating the spine from modern postural yoga philosophy, elongating the spine, but flattening out the curves. And so I was getting a lot of neck pain that was manifesting as like a frozen neck from drawing my shoulders on my back, hyperextending my elbows when I am bearing weight in my arms, like in a downward dog or a chaturanga, you know? And so meeting the Bow Spring and meeting a beautiful teacher in my Bow Spring journey, Desi Springer, who's also the founder of the Bowspring. Um, you know, she pulled me aside one day after class and she looked at me and she's like, Paris, like, we need you to play big in your life. This means to fill your ribs, experience your own radiance. We are all being summoned to play our part in this life and our collective consciousness in our own personal world. And in order to do that, like, let's Let's shift into this natural primal alignment to really support that energy really emanating from us, but also really landing inside of us simultaneously. And so it's difficult for the nervous system at first because it's so different from our ingrained patterns. With repetition and practice, then I really feel like there's just this larger sense of coming home, allowing ourselves to really fulfill our soul purpose. And that oftentimes means that we have to play big in our lives to really claim and move forward with that soul purpose. And then I think our nervous system is like, oh, yes, yes, this is the energy that I'm supporting forward,
1: you know? Yes, exactly. I will say, so the first time that I I ever took like an intro bow spring class, I mean, it really was like we all we were doing was focusing on like a few small pieces, you know, the hands, the paws, like learning how to, learning what that even meant, the different hand positions. And it was a two hour class. And when I finished, I was like, I'm going to need a good cry today. (laughs) Like I could just feel in my nervous system, like, these tiny little movements, Paris, like it's, it's, it seemed on the surface like nothing, but it yeah. was so confronting to my nervous system. And I just remember being like, yep, yep, a cry's coming at some point. And, yeah. and it was, it did. And it was wonderful. And my body found a way to release that. It really, truly reminds me of how, I mean, that's how it is with the nervous system a lot of times, you know, it's that release that, that can be so beautiful too. And so uh, just, I remember having that experience and thinking, okay, there really must be something to this to cause such a, to cause the same kind of reaction that I may have if I were to do a session of like really deep emotional freedom technique tapping or, you know, some other type of practice Noticing, like, oh, this is not just a physical thing. This is a very, very deep practice. Very deep. Yeah, I've had a lot of cries. So, so.
0: (laughs) yeah, Yeah. and it's fun fun to encourage people to not maybe name why it is that they might be experiencing this well of emotions come up, and if it needs to be named, absolutely. But sometimes trying to name it will limit the release Mm -hmm. and. And and we want to like justify the release. And it's like, not nah, just it's the beautiful experience to relax into it. Let a cathartic release happen. And then as a result, we just feel so much more cleansed and free after. And it's like, oh, and that's the deep reprogramming that's happening. Because what it is that we're inviting into our consciousness when we move with my God, there is like every square inch of the body, there is a cue for. It's wild. I mean, we I don't, I don't, I don't give people that download right away because it's just too much, but it's, you know, yeah, more you gotta... Yeah, exactly. Like it's every square inch is accounted for, every knuckle, every finger. And I think that when we are opening our mind inside of our body with such awareness that there is this beautiful coming home to ourselves like whoa i've never thought of my body that way like whoa you want me to move that part whoa and that that reintroduction to ourselves opening the mind inside of our body with moving with such intention is um can bring up a lot for people it's beautiful
1: I I do have to say something that I love about. And spoiler alert for for those who are listening. Paris has a a course that I'm in currently, and I just I mean I cannot say enough amazing things about it. But what I love is <laughs> you'll cue something, you'll be like, and turn this way. Whoa, do you feel that? And I'm like, yes, I do. Like, uh-huh. It's so cool <laughs> how like. It's these tiny little changes. It's like, oh, just, and you're going to, you know, arc to the right and then, and move your hand in this way. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's so much more to me here. Like, what is this? This is the coolest thing. Yeah. So many canyons of expansion. Yeah. I love that. Well, and one of the things that I do want to talk about, uh, you know, because I am, so as we're recording this, when it airs, there could be a baby. I'm not sure. We'll find out. But uh, around this, as we're recording, the baby is still, still within my womb. And I've been using this as a, a preparation. This has been such a beautiful practice. And I actually have a lot more to say about that as we go. Um, but I want to ask you, you know, in terms of working In terms of the bowspring posture in relation to our bodies, maybe pre-pregnancy, during pregnancy like me, postpartum, how do you see this supporting us?
0: Great question. So this practice is for anybody who has a body. It is Mm. for anybody in any stage of life. It's here to meet anybody where it is that they are. I love the idea of really focusing on it for a woman who is preparing her body to conceive or a woman who is in the midst of her pregnancy or she's given birth and in her postpartum phase because it's really to support every single phase. So quickly, you know, this alignment system is based on the natural curves of our body and the natural curves of our spine because we are so three-dimensional, five-dimensional. We're not straight and linear beings. And so it's a posture that emphasizes opening and lengthening our torso, opening and lengthening our throat, getting wide through the hips, lifting and mounting the glutes. And I mention all of this because when it is that, a woman is preparing to bring a child or con- to conceive. We'll just start there. It's it's introducing her to this alignment that turns her body into this vessel to receive a being from creator consciousness, like a soul. And it is it's like I kind of like to think of it as You know, preparing the garden bed and and ensuring that the soil is right. And oh, we're getting a little fertilizer in here. And like granted, we could plant a seed in the dirt and you know, water it and I'm sure that it would grow, but to like create a really nutrient rich plant that will bear fruit eventually, we wanna give it some really good soil. To seed into to root into, and that's what it is that we're doing here with this alignment we're creating um, well no it's not even creating it's more so remembering the the fertile soil of the body and coming home to that and then you know conceiving giving this soul the best chance of living a beautiful life and stewarding that from the beginning. So the body becomes a vessel in really rich soil to support a soul's growth. And then through pregnancy, it is really creating, you know, oftentimes as we're spending so much time on technology as we are, Living life sometimes life just gets really heavy and it's hard and it just feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulders and we're might be experiencing some depression as we are moving through life these things can happen in technology depression um and 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 other things that allow the ribs to start creeping down towards the hips and as the ribs drop then the torso shortens and there's less space for all of the organs to communicate and to pulse and to do their thing. And so what I love about a woman who is pregnant practicing this alignment is that we're creating more space in the belly and in the in the in the high belly and in the in the low belly where our womb is So that the baby has more space to do its thing. So the mama has more space and she's feeling less confined and constricted. And and so that space does wonders for a woman through pregnancy. Also, you know, informing her body of what women have been doing for centuries. I mean, well, we've been giving birth since the beginning, And so we didn't always have hospitals to give birth in, right? Like a woman in a tribe would step aside with her sisters and the people who are helping to usher the baby in. And sometimes she would squat. She would be in an all fours. And so we're going back to that primal alignment where the channel of her body is more open to deliver the baby with more ease we're coming home to ourselves. We've been so learned out of our natural rhythm and our natural alignment that it's a high time that we're coming home to ourselves to experience not only more ease for ourselves, but for the baby too. And so this teaches actually, but I, I don't even like teach because we know it. It's just a remembering. And then postpartum, um, she gets to support herself through this natural alignment that will naturally energize and and the, the, the energy moves more efficiently through the body that she is able to experience more like a more efficient healing from it uh, or because of practicing. So it's for everybody at every phase and really to support
1: each phase in particular with the same alignment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, so I have several. My brain's going crazy here because you've just said so many wonderful things. So I'm going to go off on a few little tangents here. Yes, yes. <laughs> But when I look at – so on your Instagram, you have mm-hmm. some beautiful images of you in different bow spring postures with these beautiful backgrounds. And I have to say the first time that I looked at your Instagram profile, I thought that is is what fertility looks like. Like that is what the feminine form is, you know, traditionally has been uplifted as these gorgeous curves, like just this fullness. There's so much space. You can just feel vitality just looking at it like, oh my gosh, that is exactly what it is to, to, and not, not just you like the the bow spring form in general but like i saw really? it in your pictures <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like just this this like oh wow like how easy would it be for a baby to grow in a body that is so primed with femininity like just this like depthy femininity and i just if i look at other you know, Instagram profiles, am I going to see that? Not often. Not often are these curves so obvious and just, I mean, they're just gorgeous. Like it, it makes me looking at it realize like, oh yeah, that's what we've been. That's what we've been forever. That's what our bodies were designed to look at, to look like. And it's so connected to what I speak about a lot, especially inside of my, um, my program, the home birth collective, my mentorship, we talk about the primal mother, and we talk about the fact that you know this is not we're not learning something we're we're digging something back up. We know how to be a mother <laughs> like duh, we know how to be a mother we were we were born with this innate knowing of how to mother our children, how to give birth how to navigate through pregnancy and postpartum, all of these stages. We have that inside of us. It's simply the turning down of everything else that has to happen. And I feel like that is so connected, so connected. So when I started learning more about BowSpring, it was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is the thing. This is the way that we can integrate this primal mother in a very physical way and and, like we were talking about earlier, that it's not just physical but it's it's so connected in so many aspects, and so I love what you're saying about this fact that it's not learning it's it's really just pulling it out, it's allowing it to come back to the front and center and getting rid of all of this other stuff around us and uh, I'm sure some of the listeners will know. By the time this airs, it'll have been maybe about a month ago. But I had um, an amazing group of women on the podcast recently uh, Dr. Um, Molly, Michelle Chatham, Natalie Healy, who also practiced the Bowspring method. And um, they were talking about, we were talking about tongue and lip ties, but how there is this collapsing of us as a society like we're collapsing inward we're all just collapsing down and and now we have these tongue ties that are just kind of like trying to hold our bodies together basically but it it makes so much sense when we think of what you're saying like you know whether it's depression or whether it's just like we're on our technology all the time and we have this collapsing and collapsing and as our body shrinks down so does that energy that you know mm-hmm. should be opening and broadening and expanding, we're just collapsing. And so learning about the bow spring, seeing how it does, I mean, I already, I think I told you a few, like a, already a few weeks ago, I feel my throat elongating. Like I just, I feel so much wider and and just fuller. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference, not only in that physical, but in that Emotional, spiritual, mental, and so that was one of the other little tangents I had. The other thing I wanted to say was uh, when I first started. This is the first time this has happened to me. Um, baby number three at thirty-five weeks, my baby was breech. <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. I don't know how." I've I've I had been starting to try to practice, uh, you know, more of a forward pelvic tilt, allowing for more space. But I will say that then soon after that is when I began your class, I w- did have the baby flip back to head down. And then since then, it has been in the most glorious position. Like it is just in this beautiful position. And it is so exciting to me to see like, whoa, this really, really did. This made a huge change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful, Caitlin. Thank you so much for sharing. You know Well, I'm sorry, I just threw out
1: like 50 things at you at once. <laughs> oh, I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. I can totally riff like this. Um, so one of the things that is so glorious about the Bow Spring, you had talked about some of the photos that I have shared with the world. And like you, if you look at it's not just my body, and my, my body has Really blossomed with this movement method. It, it's it's really transformed. I've really been able to reshape myself. But the cool thing is, I'm not the only one. If you look at the bowspring spring or the people who have been practicing this method for a while, or not even a while, but you begin to see a similar theme. You're like all different uh, sizes of people. But a really similar shape, and I that shape is naturally curvy, oh, going in at the waistline, wide through the hips in both men and women, and full through the ribs, oh my goodness, a narrow, a more narrow neck, Wow, so you begin to see this motif through people who have been practicing this, and it's I think it calls to our eye because we are so not linear. We have been taught that, you know, to get a six pack or to get, not even a six pack, but to get like, like flat abs or a toned belly, like to do a bunch of crunches. And that just did not work for me. That never worked for me ever. I began to find a lot of, um, I guess, I uh, like a more toned core area because I found length through my belly. And it is, it's just a beautiful, uh, and, and I mentioned that too, because I think that, you know, there's all of these fitness modalities out there and I encourage anybody move their body. First and foremost, I'm like, cool. If it's yoga, if it's Pilates, if it's, CrossFit, like whatever it is, like cool, keep moving your body. And then when it is that you're excited to refine that movement and you want to bump it up another level, then BowSpring will be ready for you. And it's, it's this, these curves that we're carving out that we're re-remembering because we're all naturally curvy, but we're naturally gravitated towards with our eye. Like, Oh, what, 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 you know, somebody, um, I was listening to a podcast a while ago and this gentleman was talking about why it is that we're attracted to butts. Like like the like a full gluteal system. And it communicates to our primal brain, "Oh, this person's capable of moving, of lifting things, mm-hmm. of of being able to support the tribe. They're not just sitting on their ass literally, right?" And and so they, <laughs> right. they have to movement and bringing that movement into in supporting of the collective, and so we're naturally inclined to move towards that direction because it like means towards our survival. Like, oh, this person can help me build a house, like or a hut, whatever, and so like we're just naturally attracted to that. And um, then when you begin to browse through anybody listening to this, you know, hashtag BowSpring, like 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 definitely check it out because it def it is a these common curves that any size can be at, but it really develops a shape that is really beautiful to the eye.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And one of the things that we've been, we've kind of touched on a couple of times, but I'd like to hear a little bit more about this, this idea of the collapse, this idea of, you know, the shrinking in. And I know that you have said in the past, a lot of that is also related to furniture, like how we are moving throughout our day. Is there, could you go into that a little bit more about furniture and and in relation to our posture? Yeah. I love this question and this particular part of
0: the conversation. Um, So if we're not inside of our curves, we're collapsing inside of them. So oftentimes it's like this slouched posture that we know of, and we're dropping the front of the ribs and closing the the belly. And so our furniture, like most of the furniture that we're interacting with on a day-to-day basis is supporting that posture. What's really fascinating about that posture of the slouch and the C-curve is It keeps us passive. Like, it's temporarily very pacifying. It's kind of soothing temporarily to like, oh, kind of drop in and just, okay, I don't have to work my muscles as hard. I feel temporarily relieved. And I think that's fine to go into a slouched posture every now and again when we need a little rest, or maybe when we're going through something hard in life, like, it's gonna be natural to go here. Um, and especially you know, if we are struggling with depression or we've experienced a bout of grief, so this is a very natural posture. I never want to vilify this c curve, like kind of tucking in because we are like whenever it is that we need to dig for our inner resources or feel like we need to protect ourselves, like this is where we'll naturally go. The thing is that we want to be there for a temporary amount of time i encourage people to feel their feelings when they're in that place to like soothe however it is that they need to soothe in order to now then reemerge with a broader rib cage rooted hips and a longer belly and so it's it's whenever it is that we are Draw like so. Think about like your car seat or your couch or oh my god the seats at the airport. All of those seats go back with the hips, and then it goes higher, and that's and that's what's going to bring us into the C curve. And it's, as I had mentioned earlier, it's temporarily very pacifying. It's It kind of relieves us. We have less maybe anxiety if we're spending time there, um, but it's temporary. Actually, anxiety can build if we're always in that C-curve. So I want to really emphasize that it's temporary. And I think that our furniture is actually, um, it's designed to keep us in this C-curve because um, we are... A little bit more controllable, honestly, when we're in this C curve. We're more passive. We're less likely to be active participants in our life. And we, through spending a lot of time in this C curve, not only energetically, emotionally, is it pacifying temporarily, um, but it is also going to contribute to pain in the body. This is like, a huge reason why it is that so many people have lower back pain in the U S or in any developed world. Lower back pain is so incredibly prevalent. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast are experiencing chronic lower back pain or neck pain. So it's, I think it's really done on purpose. It's meant to pacify us. It's meant to keep us passive. We're more controllable. Oh, now we're more, um, you know, dominated because now we have pain and that's what it is that we're thinking of and we don't know how to get out of. And so it is an invitation to see what sort of furniture we're interacting with on a day-in, day-out basis, where it is that our hips are dropping way back and our knees are more elevated than our hips. And that takes us into out of our primary curves. And it is an invitation to be like, oh, okay, I can adjust this furniture situation so that I can be in a more posture of awareness and consciousness. And with that, you know, we elongate the belly, we open the ribs. And as a result, we have a deeper connection to our intuition and we become less controlled when we have a connection to our intuition and we're actually willing to hear our intuition and then move forward with the messaging that we're getting from our intuition. So that's a lot there. I totally get that. But that begins kind of the conversation about furniture, posture,
1: and our health. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. And I I just love everything that you you said about that. One thing that I've noticed since I have been practicing this is that – so I'll give an example. I At church, we're sitting in these chairs like all in a row and i don't want to sit back anymore like i don't want to just like lean back i have to be at the edge of my seat and my belly has to have all this space i mean especially because it's got a 38 week baby in it but like also <laughs> anyway like i just feel like oh no i want my hips to be positioned forward i need this space but nobody else is doing that and so it's yeah. it is kind of funny and interesting to be like oh I wonder if the person behind me can even see because I'm just like sitting so much more broadly. Um, so I, I don't know. Have Did you notice that as you were making the transition into uh, just kind of doing what felt best to your body of like, oh, wow, this really is pretty different from everybody around me? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. I mean, you're choosing
0: to stand out in a way through – like we're erecting our body and that's going to stand out when everyone is, most people are collapsing and shrinking in their bodies. And what I will share is that it has an energetic ripple. People see you and they're like, oh, that looks different. But because we're kind of a naturally inclined, like there's this, attraction to this shape, I mean, it brings up like, oh, I'm interested. What is she doing? What's going on there? Like, and so I've gotten the feedback so many times that they're like, wow, I just see you. I see your posture. It makes me want to lift. It makes me want to be in a better posture through just seeing you. And those are the few people that have actually shared that with me. I know that there's a lot more people who see it, who don't communicate that to me that invite people into a more alert, engaged posture. What's amazing to me is that like, you know, the church pews, those seats all go back as you had mentioned. And it's like, but I don't feel that's where it is that I feel God. I don't feel God when I'm in a C curve. Like it's harder for me to experience the energy of God. When I am experiencing the energy of God, I'm like, "Oh my God!" Yes, my ribs lift. My like uh, like my body, I invite my body to become the channel to feel the energy of the Holy Spirit. Like it's so beautiful to me. And I wonder how a church experience would be different if we were invited
1: into the posture where we could more so fully feel it, you know? <laughs> that is Such an interesting idea. And I totally agree. It just, it changes how you are interacting with everyone around you when you're showing up with this openness, like this, this just openness, this willingness to receive, but not only to receive, like it does feel like there's just more emanating from me when I am in this posture. There's more coming out and going in when I am not tucked and hidden it's incredible
0: and also what it is that you are energetically communicating this is my sense you're communicating to people that you are embodying you you have got you you are occupying every square inch every single cell You are inviting into this now moment that is like rooting in. And as we root in and ground in and trust ourselves and believe in ourselves, that naturally begins to emanate out and people are attracted to that. And and, and then it's sure it's through this like physical posture, but it's a way deeper essence of like, whoa, who are you? What are you doing? And it's like, I've got me. I've got me and as a result I'm able to be in presence with my baby the baby that's growing inside of me the baby that will soon to grow inside of me the baby that I'm holding here you know in and and then all life that encompasses that I mean it's so beautiful and I I feel like the energetic and the emotional ripple that comes from Women and men holding themselves in this presence is so powerful. It's so powerful.
1: Yeah, you went exactly where I was going. <laughs> like I felt like, oh, this is where I want to. Like this is what I want to say next, and you just touched on it. That's exactly it, Paris. What does this do for a baby and a child to grow up with a family who is? who is embodying this posture who is open expanded like how amazing is that to think of that compared to when we are like oh we're in our C curve we're we're feeling protective and kind of hunkering down mm-hmm. versus oh, welcome to the world you know and yeah. and here like i'm strong i am confident i am your mother i I've got me and so you can be okay too. What that, you know, what that is telling them on a an energetic level, I think is amazing.
0: Is amazing, amazing. Well, if we think about the natural posture of fear that manifests in all animals, mammals, it's this. We shrink in and there is a time and a place I really emphasize like There is a time and a place and nobody needs to berate or beat themselves up for carrying themselves in this, in this posture of just closed protection, because we most likely got there because of something, you know, and so having compassion for ourselves, but also seeing ourselves and being like, huh okay, because this is a natural innate posture that happens when experiencing these heavy things in life and fear, like think of a scared dog, right? They tuck their tail. We think of when it is that we feel fear, we we shrink, we try and disappear. And kids also do that. I mean, this is wired nervous system stuff. We don't teach that. And like it's it's just ingrained versus when it is that we're experiencing a posture of like, I won or I feel successful or this really good thing just happened. It's like it's naturally uplifting. We open our arms. We're like, yay. And kids also have that. This is wired. And so the patterns that we are feeding ourselves through the position of our body on a day-in, day-out basis is – is picked up on from the energy around us. And so you're so, I mean, it's so beautiful to hear you say, like, yeah, like, what am I communicating to my kids if I am always kind of shrinking or I just feel heavy or I'm always on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. We're literally passing those patterns on to our kids and we're telling them without telling them that it's okay to be in this shrinked position. Um, I have a really strong desire to get this message out there to teenagers right now, because technology, I mean, it's like a third arm. These are cell phones, right? And we're dropping our, they're dropping the chins. And actually with a lot of kids who are interacting with technology, because their brains, everything is still developing. There's actually these, um, These bone spurs that are developing at the base of the skull because there's so much pressure there. And it's our body trying to balance itself out. And, but when every time that we're in this posture of the C curve, we're communicating through our nervous system because it's naturally wired oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I feel fear. Oh, okay, I'm just going to do what it is that I'm told to do because we don't have access to this larger, innate, intuitive heart response. But the contrary is true too. Like every time we're in this lifted posture, we're communicating hope, optimism, health. We're seeing a brighter future when we are literally shifting our physical form into this natural, innate posture of upliftment. So we communicate Mm -hmm. a lot non-verbally and posture is huge. So one beautiful way that we can impact our children, you know, from the moment that they can see, you know, is through carrying ourselves in this elevated way that communicates to not only them, but the cells of our body. Like, I got you, boo. I got you. I've got my own back. I trust myself. Even if we don't always trust ourselves or have our own back, It's this process, it's this journey that is taking us forward in that direction.
1: Mm -hmm. And I would say not even from the moment they can see, but from the moment they can feel themselves against our bodies. Like, how does this feel? And then, they're yeah, they're going to be doing the same thing that they feel from us. So when we're expanding, that just gives them like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like to be a human. I expand. Like, that is that is so huge and just so exciting to me to think of how we get to take ownership of our experience and then how that just you know goes straight down into these precious little lives that we're interacting with on a moment by moment basis because you know we're so connected like uh, I know what's going on with my daughter without seeing her, you know, <laughs> like I know what's going on. We're so connected. Um, so I I just think that's incredible. And then one other thing that you said that just reminded me of something was how, you know, the posture that we are are living inside of will really kind of tell us how we're feeling, <laughs> you know, it will indicate to us and it kind of creates this cycle of, oh well, I am I'm in this shape, I'm in this position. And so That must mean that I feel this way and it kind of snowballs because then I feel this way. And so then I'm going to be even more in this posture. Um, and how I remember in college, I took a psychology class and it was talking about even if you don't feel good, if you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself to smile for like a minute or something like that, just telling yourself, just, just smile. It actually tells your brain, like, hey, you can you're you're good. Like this this is good. And and that's just such a small thing. That's that's just huh. a smile. Now if we're changing our entire posture to broaden, expand, to smile, what you always like, smile through the collarbones, <laughs> smile <laughs> yeah. <in> your booty. <laughs> yeah. Our entire being is smiling, how can you not feel so much better? Yeah. That was one of the biggest things that I had
0: noticed initially is that when I began this journey of practicing this alignment, it was uh, really confronting. It was really uncomfortable because I was used to going to five to six power yoga classes every week. Like I was really in it. And then I go to a bow spring class and it flipped my snow globe upside down and it pointed out everywhere that I was weak. It showed me everywhere and I was like, oh my God, that is so humbling and kind of emotionally triggering too. And through the discomfort and through the, the humility, I could not deny after the class how amazing my mood felt. I felt so uplifted. I'm like, wow, I just feel this different energy circulating through me and I feel so much more confident it was a really that was what really kept me coming back was um the emotional aspect initially and until I started to experience some of the physical results as well but the emotions it was so big and you're spot on like it's a feedback loop our posture is constantly communicating to our nervous system oh Okay, I'm depressed because this is the posture of depression. So I'm going to release those neurochemicals. Oh, I'm happy or I'm more lifted. So I'm going to release those neurochemicals. It's
1: fascinating, Mm, so incredible. Well, and I mean, I think that the listeners, just from listening to this episode and hearing your voice, are going to know like this is legitimate. Like Paris is a happy person. Paris is Mm -hmm. just just this bright, bubbly person and. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it is that you're teaching inside of your course. And I mean, seriously, Paris, like I just have loved it so much. I have so thoroughly enjoyed this time with you. And I've, I could tell, I, I told you one, so from one week to another, I did some of the, um, I did some of the sessions again. And even with this belly growing and changing, I could feel like oh wow my muscles are f- the the correct muscles are firing right now and they weren't last week like last week they were confused and this week they're like oh we figured it out you know it yeah. it took a little bit of time and then they're online and how I just can't tell you how exciting that is for me as I'm preparing for the postpartum experience and preparing for the healing that comes after all of this growing and you know production of life and of course with nursing it's going to be the same but there is a, a level of healing and to be able to have this and to know like oh i'm going to be able to to show up in my body in a really beautiful way and in a very strong way you know i'm not i'm not worried about postpartum because i know that i have this that's going to to support me as I am resting, as I am beginning to to re-strengthen, it's so exciting. <laughs> so, okay. and I do I I know I mentioned in a, a previous podcast where I had done just kind of like a third trimester update that I had started, you know, kind of dabbling in some bow spring. And the first thing that happened was massive. I mean, this was huge. This was at like eighteen weeks pregnant. I was feeling a lot of pelvic floor heaviness. Had not experienced that with my previous pregnancies. And all I could think was like, oh my goodness, like I'm only 18 weeks. Like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna live with this for the next 20 some odd weeks? And what is this gonna mean for my body? And just starting the bow spring, and I barely did anything, like it was really dabbling until taking your course. Mm -hmm. My pelvic floor heaviness was gone like gone. And that's a miracle. Like my thought would have been like, oh, well, it'll mitigate it so that it doesn't get any worse. And that's great. No, it has not been that. It has just, it's gone. It's not there. I haven't had to worry about it. And now even more so here at the end that I'm able to be involved in this practice so much more regularly through your course, like I'm still building strength here at the very end. It's just been so incredible. So I just have to to say thank you times a billion for what it is that you're doing. Um, And I would love to just give an opportunity for you to kind of share more about what it is that you do, what you've got going on right now, anything that you're going to be working on in the future so that these moms, women can can hear and and learn how to get connected with you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for that share. Just quickly, before I hop into that, just one note, I, I'm so grateful to feel the energy of gratitude lift through my heart. And that's how it is that I'm choosing to see the world around us. Cause we live, we're living in like a really wild time right now. And there's a lot right. of intensity happening and things can feel heavy and strange and confusing. And, what I really emphasize is like what we're, what my journey is, and what I love to share with people is cultivating like optimism. It's cultivating like we can see the shadow of what is happening, rippling through our collective. Oh, that feels uncomfortable, but having the strength to see it so that we know which direction to go towards the light. And So it's, it's really like optimism, lifting us courage to see what's working and what's not working in our lives and an ability to discern so that we can support what's going to work for us. So I really love to emphasize that. Like, I love being perceived as happy because I really, I, I, I'm pretty happy. And I also go through my really sad moments and my like, really like what the heck moments and But it's this new profound ability to hold myself and get curious inside of the confusion or the sadness that I might be experiencing and, and like metabolize it so that I can experience a lesson from it and then know how to move forward now as a result. So it's so Mm -hmm. enriching. It's really an enriching experience. Um, So Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Well, what do I have coming up? So I have a new course coming out in mid-June after the Your Brilliant Body Primal Movement course that you are in completes. There will be another round of that for anybody who is thinking about conception, who is pregnant, who is postpartum. I have a a mini course that is coming out. So that's like, that's kind of like a signature deeper dive course, um, for somebody who wants to just kind of experience this and to like, like, what are, what are these ladies talking about? I have a free, <laughs> I have like a free, um, uh, class on YouTube that I encourage anybody try out just to like feel a fuller rib cage to feel their hips rooted back and that can give them an idea of what it is that we're talking about that's a great way to introduce uh yourself to this movement method and yeah i like that's kind of it for now i think like in terms of of great. what it is that i have coming up but really it's my deepest desire to get this work out there because i feel like we are at the precipice of this collective evolution and for the past 7 years since i've been practicing this uh it finally feels like people are ready to a whole new level for this information 7 years ago it was way too out there, renegade. It's, it's rebel style yoga, y'all. It's, it's very rebellious. And um, it didn't feel like people were quite ready for it. And now there's been a shifting of the tides and there's this new opening where like, what is going on there? I'm thirsty for a different kind of movement. And I didn't even know that I was thirsty for it until I met this I'm really excited to be a steward of it and really I feel like it's helping, it's going to assist us in moving forward as a human species on this planet to interact with more harmony with our earth, with ourselves, with each other. We learn how to, you know, be able to speak our truth but also listen more deeply with compassion and These are things that we really need right now to support us moving forward in a healthy direction. So there will be a course in June. Um, There will be many more to come. And really, it's my greatest honor. I really feel like a steward of this practice, just getting it out there to introduce people, the amazing ability to heal inside of our bodies and also to show up and to support living soul purpose.
1: Mm, I I love it so much. I'm going to put all of your information in the show notes, but will you give your website and maybe your Instagram handle for people who are listening now? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So intelligentmovementlab.com is my uh, website and uh, paris-latka is my Instagram handle just my name. So my, um, yeah, my, my business name, this would have been fun to mention at the beginning, but (laughs) there's no time like the present. Um, my business name is Intelligent Alignment Movement Health. And a, a shorter version of that is I Am Health. And I really like that speaks to me so deeply because whenever it is that we're like, I am, that's like one of the, just the two powerful words, I am, and like, let's really claim health, like health is our natural birthright. And it's a practice to orient towards health in this really unhealthy world. But each time that we do this, then that's the signal. That's what it is that we're broadcasting into the world. And that has an energetic, emotional ripple, you know, and then when we're able to hold ourselves in that I am health, then literally bodies begin to change around you people want to hold themselves in better posture. They become aware of it. So it's ripple in full effect.
1: <laughs> I love it so much. Paris, thank you for all the work that you're doing, truly, like from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Caitlin, it's been an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. How good. Paris truly brightens up the world, and I am so grateful to have been able to share some of her beautiful wisdom with you today. As we head into this week's episode roundup, here's what I'm mulling over. Number one, there's so much more to our posture than just how we stand. Our posture indicates so much to ourselves and others about who we are, what we believe, and how we feel. We can influence our mindset simply by adopting a healthier posture over time. How amazing is that? Number two, how we feel in our bodies and in this world is contagious, especially to those with whom we are deeply connected, i.e. our families, our spouse, our children. When we begin to expand and open, we really are providing an invitation for those around us to do the same. What would it be like to grow up in a family who is open, expressive, vibrant, who is rooted and confident in who they are? We can give our children such a gift by being the fullest version of ourselves, both physically and emotionally. And as we've spoken of in previous episodes, this so deeply impacts how these children grow in their bodies too. What if we can prevent the collapsing in? What if we can encourage beautiful, broad faces and functional airways and so much more simply by encouraging our own expansion? And finally, I want to reiterate what Paris said. This isn't something that we're learning, it's something that we're reconnecting with, something to rediscover. We're simply turning off the noise around us and connecting with the primal movement that is truly a gift of health from our Creator. This so deeply relates to my approach to preparation for childbirth and motherhood, and it's why I feel the Bow Spring is such a beautiful movement, pattern, and practice to implement as we prepare for, grow, birth, and nurture our babies and ourselves. Be sure to check out the show notes and join Paris for her next cohort of movement. She has given our podcast listeners a 10% discount with the code HAPPYHOMEBIRTH. That's all one word. That's a 10% discount on something that she has priced so affordably and lovingly. Uh, I just cannot say enough about Paris's program, her course. It was life-changing for me. I am still going through the movement patterns here as I'm preparing to welcome my baby. I'm now I'm recording this like a week before it's gonna release so maybe I've actually already met my baby but I do know that either way I'm going to also be using it in the postpartum to heal, to gain strength, to reconnect and reroute. I am so excited to have Paris in my corner, and I hope that you will join as well. So 10% off, code Happy Homebirth. Use the link in the show notes to get to that course and get signed up. Okay, my friends, that is all that I've got for you for today. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.